Welcome to Citroen Cooperman's Taxes in 10 podcast. I would now like to introduce our tax practice leader, Joe Bouble. Good day, everyone, and welcome to Citroen Cooperman's Taxes in 10 podcast. My name is Joe Bouble. I'm a tax partner in the New York City office, as well as the firm's tax practice leader. Today, we're going to be talking about the new payroll tax deferral rules that came about in early September 2020. And to do that, we have as our guest, Paul Arosi. Paul is also a tax partner in the New York City office and the co-practice leader of our business advisory services group. Paul, welcome. Joe, thanks. Thanks for having me here. And we appreciate you coming in and we know how busy you are at this, this time of the year. So Paul, we're going to talk about the payroll tax deferral rules. So before we get into it, why don't you just give us a little background and intro as to what they're all about? Sure, thanks, Joe. So it's, it's funny, the, the payroll deferral is an interesting concept, uh, you know, which I've been getting a lot of questions from my clients. Uh, you know, they, they're reading about it, they want to understand it. And what, what happened was around, I believe it was August 8th, the president issued a memorandum which pretty much directed the Secretary of Treasurer to use their authority uh, not only to, to stop the withholding, but the payment and the deposit of the employees, and I emphasize the employees portion of their social security tax. And uh, you know, to be clear, this was just a deferral. You still have to, you make good on the payment and you still have to repay the tax, but nonetheless, just a deferral period. What then came out with this, what was notice 2020-65, and that was written just to give us a bit more guidance on the overall rules, which uh, we'll, we'll get into. Okay, great, thanks, Paul. So. The takeaways there is this is an executive order, not a change in the law, but you said it's a deferral, but really it's an interest-free loan from the government that's got to be paid back. That's exactly right. Yeah, which we'll go through in a couple of seconds. Okay, so so then let's just start. So what payroll period did this cover and what taxes exactly are we talking about? Sure, Joe. So the payroll period under which you can defer the withholding is for pay periods that started on September 1st, 2020, and they go through the end of the year, i.e. December 31st, 2020. And it's for the employee portion of the social security tax. So when you, when you kind of look at this, you really got to look at that, that withholding period, what they call it, you know, the period of deferment, which is really relating to September 1st, 2020 through December 31st, 2020 payroll. Okay, and that's the uh, Social Security, you said not the Medicare portion. Exactly right. So there's the Social And it's the employee share. Okay. Correct. So, now, is this all employees or which employees can, uh, you know, are covered by this? Yeah, so that's an interesting question, Joseph. In reading through the notice and, you know, they kind of have various uh, definitions, they call what is the applicable wages. And what the applicable wages are is really for employees that are earning less than $4,000 on a bi-weekly pay period or the equivalent amount with respect to any other pay period. So if you have employees that are getting paid on a bi-weekly pay period, it's really geared and aimed for those that are making less than $4,000 with respect to that bi-weekly pay period. Okay. And it's also determined on a pay period by pay period basis. So people could be up and down depending on their comp, and they could qualify for one pay period, but not another, right? That, that's correct, yeah. So you really have to look at it. You can't look at it as where we initially thought was an overall, where we said $4,000 per 
per bi-weekly pay period, which gets you to, you know, hundred and somewhat thousand dollars. But as you correctly mentioned, it really is on a pay period by pay period basis. Yeah, so more, more difficult to administer. So now, if the payroll is the tax is deferred, when and how does it get paid back? Right, so exactly. To, to your point and what we were alluding to earlier, this is strictly a deferral, you know, not an exemption. So uh, as we know, <laughs> there's going to be that day of reckoning. And according to the notice 2020-65, which is a pretty, pretty easy read, couple of pages, you know, the... What it mentions is that the employer that elected to defer the withholding obviously needs to repay that deferred amount. And the way they look at it is it has to be radically paid from the wages earned by that employer during the period of January 1st, 2021 through April 30th, 2021. So you look at that, call it four or five month period, and it's paid radically over that time. Right. So basically, you've got the last four months of 2020 that the payroll tax is deferred. You pay it back regularly over the first four months of 2021. That, that's, that's correct. And, you know, Joe, one thing that I wanted, wanted to mention with respect to the repayment is, which is kind of still up in the air, um, you know, I've kind of tried to get a pulse on what's going on. And, and one of the issues, you know, from an IRS perspective that I'm trying to understand is to the extent that you have employees that leave or terminated during that time period. You know, what's, what's the implication there? And it looks like from what I've been reading, it's, it's really the employer's responsibility to ensure that that outstanding amount of uh, deferral is paid. And, you know, it could lead to various things. And one of the, one of the items that I kind of looked at is that, you know, the IRS talks about a gross up to pay, to pay back the, the social security tax that was withheld. But again, it's something that the IRS, from my understanding, is still examining. And once we get you know, further guidance, you can see what we can do with respect to those employees that are on that deferral period, but otherwise were terminated or, uh, or just left on their own accord. Yeah, Paul, I agree with you. I think it's at the end, it's on the employer to make those payments. So that's why I know a lot of clients I've spoken with, and I want to ask you about clients you've spoken with, are employers following this new rule? Or are they just collecting the taxes in due course as they always have? Yeah, and it's, it's, it's a great question, Joe. And the clients that I've been speaking with, you know, and I've been advising, it's, you know, kind of go with the flow, similar to what they've done historically. Again, you know, it's, it's not an, uh, mandatory that you have to go into this election to, to defer. It's really optional. And, you know, to my, in my with my client base and the clients that I've been advising, I just said, look, from an administrative standpoint, you know, it's obviously a lot easier just to kind of still remit and withhold the, the social security tax and not have to worry to the extent that somebody leaves or somebody is terminated. What do you do in that situation? How do you go back to the employer and say, you still owe us this money for this deferral? It just makes it a lot easier with respect to uh, having it done, you know, kind of how it was historically. Yeah, I agree. And especially, I also think it's, it may be better in many cases for the employees who may not understand that they have to pay it back and not understand why they're getting a, a little bit of a windfall for these last four months of 2020, that when 2021 rolls around, not only are you going to go back to your old net pay, 
you're going to have to pay this back, so you will have less money. So, exactly right. And, and look, I, I, as we all know, we understand the intent is to kind of have, you know, those individuals that are that are eligible to have this withholding deferment to have more money in their paycheck. But as you correctly said, Joe, I mean, it all comes back that day of reckoning, you know, January 1st, 2021, all of a sudden they start seeing, you know, a bit of a dip in their paycheck. It's going to be difficult to just kind of keep them abreast of what's going on and with the different rules so that if you just keep the, those individuals on that steady payroll, um, for them, it's, you know, it, it's as similar as they, they had their regular paychecks, you know, going back before this, uh, you know, this, this time. Right. And, and in addition, you know, then if you get involved with some people want it withheld and others don't, again, you said earlier, it's administrative nightmare. So it's the practical answer is just keep withholding and, uh, you know, not have that potential liability if someone were to leave. I agree, Joe. I agree totally. I think, again, keeping it, you know, status quo, understanding that this is out there, though, because, you know, clients will come and ask questions. But I think, as, as we mentioned earlier, it's, it's probably a lot easier just to kind of do it the way it's been done and not have to worry about tracking, as you mentioned, who's going to, who wants to be part of it, who doesn't want to be part of it. I mean, ultimately, it's the employer decision, whether they want to do this as a as you know, mandatory or, or optional, I should say. But you're right, just to kind of keep track on what's going on and who wants to do it and who doesn't want to do it. It's, it's just it's just going to be an administrative nightmare. All right, that's great. Well, Paul, uh, we appreciate uh, you coming on and giving us your thoughts and your experience, uh, especially at this busy time of the year. So thanks again. And uh, when out there, please be aware of, and, uh, of our other podcasts that are coming. We have a couple one coming up on the PPP loan forgiveness. We should be re releasing that shortly, as well as some others. So um, please look out for those. And I thank you for your attention and stay safe and be well. Thank you. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it.